Limit Break Radio. Limit Breaking News. www.limitbreakradio.com Welcome to Limit Breaking News. Again, this is, of course, our August update edition. Joining me in studio... I've got Kahlo, Sale, and Arjitlam, and unfortunately, Ghani Man was not able to join us this time, so instead, we have one of our old favorite guest hosts, Krojnar. Again, welcome back to the show. Kroj, how you doing, man? I'm doing very good. Good. Very good. Glad Thanks to, for having me back. Yeah, glad to have you back. we got a lot to talk about, a lot to cover, um, but but real quick, uh, we wanted to catch up with you, Kroj. What's been going on since uh, since the last time we talked to you? Well, you know me. I have a very single-track mind. Everything with me is uh, is beast. And uh, the big thing that happened to me within the last, uh, I'm going to say about a month, was the server migration service, which uh, SE opened up very recently. Which, which uh, of course, we did take advantage of, uh, both Sale and I, and, and now residing on Odin. Odin owns Limit Break. <laughs> are, are you happy with your with the move? Um, Yeah, I am. Uh, I, I am happy uh, to be playing with, uh, with my friends that I've been talking about this game with for years and uh, I never thought that I'd actually get the chance to, to party with Kahlo or uh, you know go adventuring with Arjit Lam and, and now I've been able to do it and uh, and it's been it's been a blast uh, how about you what have you thought of uh, of your server migration well I, I'm, I'm glad that I made the switch I switched from uh, Shiva server over to Quetzalcoatl and uh, that was a pretty big deal for me and a lot of the people that I normally play with because anyone who's seen the last interview with us will know that I used to be with uh, Lords of the Beasts, which was a pretty solid Beast Link shell. Um, we engineered a lot of firsts for Beasts. Uh, we did, I think, one of the first Kieran battles, and we were one of the first Link shells to do a lot of uh, Sky Gods. Mm-hmm. And we did almost everything 100% Beast. And um, with the server migration, it presented an opportunity for us to try to attract more beasts, you know, to to our server. Sure. And so when they first started talking about it, everyone was very excited. Um, well, at least a lot of the leaders were very excited of uh, LOTB. They wanted to try to put together some sort of push to get as many beasts to come to Shiva. Uh-huh. And uh, at the at around the time that this was happening, um, we were noticing that the flock on Quetzi was really doing some amazing things. Um, the difference with them was instead of just having beasts, they also had summoners. Ah, uh, okay. So uh, and, so going the full pet route. That's right. And while we had you know on Shiva had had done a lot of of sky stuff, mm-hmm. uh, they were doing it now, but they were doing it on a very regular basis. You know, we were trying to scrape together enough people to you know to to defeat Kieran. Meanwhile, they were doing it two or three runs, uh, you know, in a weekend. So uh, we were really looking at them uh, because they had great organization. That's what they had that we didn't have. And they had a much larger organization. So we thought if we really want to have this kind of super Voltron kind of beast link shell, that was kind of the meme we used, Voltron, everybody coming together. And uh, we decided if you really want to be a leader about it, you don't tell other people what to do without doing it yourself. 
Yeah. So what we decided to do with a lot of uh, a lot of internal debate was to actually make the move to Quetzi. Rather than asking people to come to Shiva, we said, listen, we're going to move and you should come with us. Oh, we thought okay. that would be a much more powerful message than just telling other people to take the risk. And uh, from what you tell us, it was a pretty powerful message. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, that's kind of the thing. You know, we I made a few posts on a few different forums saying, you know, um, right now beasts are kind of struggling on all these different servers trying to make all beast link shells. Well, the message was, why don't we all just get together? You know, if, if we had... You know, five five beasts from every server come together on one server. You know, that would be hundreds of beasts. Um, well, uh, I think you left a few out no. in, so if you could clean those up for us then within the next couple of weeks, that'd be great. <laughs> so, um, so we did it, and uh, it was a difficult decision. We had a lot of the the original leadership of. Um, LOTB move over and become mm-hmm. flockers, and uh, it was a tough decision because you know we did leave a lot of very good people behind, and uh, you know we wished them well, uh, and you know and they're still there mm-hmm. um, on Shiva, but uh, actually the people who moved were very happy with the move because like I like I said, the leadership on the flock. It's just phenomenal. I don't know how they even do it. Um, there's uh, Dejan, there's uh, Menasha, there's the Fonz, that's his name. The Fonz. We tease him about shark jumping every now and then. <laughs> um, but they're organizing probably around 50 to 60 people at once. And wow. they only have maybe four sack holders in the whole link shell. That's very impressive. That is impressive. And, you know, I would go crazy. I would go nuts and, and just want to kick everyone from the shell because, you know, you, you get all these tells. I, I've tried to run events before, and it can really be kind of stressful trying to get everyone on the same page, getting everyone to be quiet <laughs> so that you can make an announcement. I, um, oh, yeah. But since then, we've um, we've accomplished a lot. We've been able to do Kieran to where it's just, you know, it's – it's a piece of cake. We can do we can take Kieran down from from pop time to the very end in probably between twenty two and maybe thirty minutes. Wow. Which is pretty good without with maybe one death. That's very impressive. That's very, very impressive, I gotta say. But- but but that's because we our, our technique is very different. Our strat is very different from a from a traditional sort of normie party. Uh, yeah, I got some heat from my last comment about stinking normies. <laughs> um, we really what we do is we zerg things. You know, we overwhelm. Uh, what we do is we usually have a lot of summoners. And summoners tagged in with, uh, with, with beasts, it's a great combination. Because what beasts bring is, you know, that kind of slow damage over time. Mm-hmm. But summoners can bring in spike damage, which is really what beasts need. Yeah, that's true. To take on some of these things. So what our normal situation is, we swap out uh, summoners as they get their MP back. Oh, okay. So we usually have one alliance, um, you know, 18 people ready to kill the mini-gods that Kieran will pop. And then we have another alliance that just directly attacks Kieran right from the go. Gotcha. Right from the start. So you've got, let's see, 36 people plus some people waiting in the wings to, you know, to get involved. That's that's so impressive. I mean, just, just a turnout like that alone uh, to an event 
period is very very impressive so uh some some great things uh being done over there by uh by the flock and uh gamer has brought up the flock before in a in a previous episode our old friend gamer and right. uh are there videos does the flock have uh have like youtube videos or anything absolutely if you go to youtube and you search the flock no space uh between the two words you will see some of our videos great they're up there i think there's a cerberus Video. Oh wow! Uh, we killed Jormy, I think two or three times, and there should be at least one or two videos of some of the sea gods that we've been taking on. We we're working our way up the up the sea ladder as it is. We've done. I think we did Jailer of uh, Fortitude last weekend. Probably two or three weeks, maybe a month. I think we're going to be working on um, Jailer of Love. <laughs> watch, which watch. sounds like a good song title. Watch the flock. The flock is going to be the only link shell to beat AV. Lol. <laughs> that's, I, don't, I don't know. That's that. That's the secret is to just go in with Beastmasters. That's it. We would just be happy to get killed by him. At this point. <laughs> that's Fair what, enough. That's what we hear. Fair enough. Uh, well, a lot to cover uh, about this August update, and uh, you know, a lot going on with many of the jobs, uh, including Beastmaster Croge, of course. Why, uh, why we're having you on, as, as well as you know, your general expertise about the game, because this update was so big. I mean, it was really impressive, uh, the amount of, of content that they added and uh, the amount of adjusting that they did was very noticeable and uh, a very, very influential uh, update as far as updates go. So uh, let's let's take a look at uh, what we got. Uh, of course, the update uh, hitting August 28th, 2007. So uh, why don't we take a look at some of the event-related stuff? Well, probably the biggest thing is that the final chapter in the Treasures of Ot Urgen missions has been added. Now, uh, myself, I am on the final battle, and there, there, there's, there's a lot of stuff going around that, you know, the rewards, some people saying, aren't worth it, but hands down, the battle alone, the final battle alone, I'm telling everybody right now, go do it, because it is the most fun I have had in this game in the past three, what, almost four years. Wow. It, it's, it, I haven't beat it yet, but right. oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Uh, so take my word for it. Also, uh, there's been a lot of adjustments made to Chocobo racing and raising. Um, Square Enix has introduced the final major update that they're going to be giving to the Chocobo content. Uh, the Chocobo circuit has been opened, and this is where you can actually compete against each other in player-on-player races. Also, the betting. Uh, I don't know about a Nero, but I have a friend who's already lost 50k uh, betting on races. Man, I don't have guilt to bet. I seriously don't. I am broke. Well, uh, also, even if you know you don't plan on betting, the Chocobo Circuit is, uh, you know, it can be entered from Southern Sandoria, Bastock Mines, Windurst Woods, Port Juno, and Ot Ergen Whitegate. And I'm told that it's actually a really cool place to hang out. You know, all those people with your LFGing and whatnot, sitting in your mog houses being bored. Uh, go check out the uh, the main little offices of the Chocobo Circuit. I haven't been there myself, but from the screenshots, from what I've heard. It's a really cool little place. Uh, there are new items available at the VCS Choco Buck Exchange Depots. And speaking of your Choco Bucks, the maximum number that a player can carry has been increased from 100 to 1,000. They've made some adjustments to the Chocobo Hot and Cold game. They have uh, some new 
temporary abilities that can be gained when fulfilling certain conditions. Uh, one is a temporary treasure finder, which works in you know the same way that uh, treasure finder works. There's also recuperation, which uh, grants a bonus to rested chocobos and improves their chance to hit the jackpot. Also, treasure chests found during this game can also contain chocobuck slips that can be exchanged for, you guessed it, chocobucks. A chocobo's ability to sense treasure will now also be limited by the relative vertical distance as well as the horizontal distance. There have also been uh, quite a few changes made to Besiege. Perhaps the biggest one is that now the the Beastman forces will leave uh, Alzabi if they have not retrieved the astral candescence within the hour. So now no more epic four and a half to five hour long level eight besieges anymore. Longest besieged I've ever seen. Uh, This is still referred to on Odin as the besieged that would never end. (laughs) I believe it was something like eight hours, and this is back when we had level sixes. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, uh, in addition to that, uh, temporary items can now be redistributed to players every time a certain number of beastmen and monsters have been defeated. And uh, the Serpent Generals have all become stronger now, both offensively and defensively. And then, whenever a monster casts Mijin Gakure, uh, they will no longer do 6,000 damage to everyone <laughs> That's all. That was always fun, was getting uh, uh, Ninja Gakured. I, I don't know about you guys, but um, when I see the ninja-type mob in, in, in Besieged, I just didn't go nowhere near it. <laughs> You're lucky. Sometimes I didn't even see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd be... It, it would, it, it, inevitably, walking, it'll walking, just walking, happen. Boom. Yeah, it'll, it'll just happen that you... <laughs> down <laughs> hell oh that the well, 6000 you guys do you get very lagged out in besiege because that's that's a one thing i wish they would fix if it just weren't quite so laggy it would be a little bit more fun i don't know if i would call it lag so much um i don't see as many players i uh, there's a setting somewhere in your configuration where you can um control how many uh pc characters show up on your screen and i have that to the lowest possible setting so i see all the mobs and serpent generals just fine and i see party members but other than that other uh player characters around me i can't see and that usually helps uh uh quite a bit yeah and you're on a you're on a pc right i am on a laptop in fact you're on a laptop see i'm on a ps2 I, uh, maybe i really need to make the switch I, I'm always I've always been a PC gamer. So, <laughs> in addition, they've also added some new uh, ranks for assault missions. You can now get up to first lieutenant and gain access to new items purchasable with the Imperial Standing credits. And there have been plenty of new quests introduced to the Treasures of Ardergan areas. Which my favorite would be the uh, Serpent Generals quest line, which is just an awesome, awesome storyline. What I'm going to suggest to people, actually, um, probably the best cut scene for a quest i've ever seen uh if you go to where uh ashrod the uh the sanctioned npc used to be oh and and by the way he's now north of the fountain in the middle i know a lot of people have been have uh, had trouble finding him yeah i i i I have i know that i have so uh yeah the the sanctioned npc has moved in in white gated Mm -hmm. they they haven't gotten rid of him so where where uh, go just one more time where uh, he is north of the fountain in white gate so basically right in the very center of odd urgan okay all right so now everyone knows all right good as for the quest though if you go to where he used to be there are now two bards and if you look to the left of them there is another npc by the door 
talk to him to activate a quest called the Prince and the Hopper. The opening cutscene for it between the two Taru Tarus is priceless. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I sat through that cutscene. Yeah, it see? is. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty that's fun. Right. Yeah. All right, and then uh, they've changed the difficulty in the Genkai quests. Uh, the first one being in Defiant Challenge, they've increased the drop rates of the Ancient Papyrus and Exo-Ray mold, so now you won't have to spend countless hours in both Crawler's Nest and the Eldeem Necropolis trying to find those two items. And then... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, the, the Exo-Ray mold is not so hard, but the, the paper, forget it. Yeah, the, the Papyrus could... could gave a lot of people problems. I know that, yeah. And then for the second uh, Genkai, G2, atop the highest mountain, now they've made it so that six level 51 characters will be able to defeat all three. The Boreal Hound, Boreal Coriol, and the Boreal Tiger. Uh, But instead, they have also added that these monsters will now use Doom if the battle continues for more than 30 minutes. So even you should just kill it as fast as you can. Don't draw out the battle. Okay, so the fee for creating the items in the quests uh, for the Beastman helmets, the an understanding overlord, affable adamant king, a moral manifest, and a generous general have been reduced from 20,000 to 10,000 gil. And to reobtain the items, it has been reduced from 300,000 to 100,000 gil. I'm glad I already did one. <laughs> <laughs> Also, this is a huge, huge change that they've made. Uh, players will now be able to access their Mog Lockers at Nomad Moogles after selecting the option to increase Mog Locker availability. So, very, very yes. nice. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. Still no Moogle in Selbina, but, you know, when was the last time I was there anyhow? Lol. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like we talked about earlier, the location of the Imperial Army officer has been changed. Um, And then the locations of the archaic mirrors on Arapko Reef have been adjusted. Players will now receive a title after defeating the following salvage monsters. Battleclad Chariot, Armored Chariot, Longbowed Chariot, Longarmored Chariot. Huh, interesting. I didn't realize that uh, you didn't... Well, obviously, I've never been there, but it seems like uh, that would have been the first thing that people that you think of when defeating a boss is that you get titles for uh, them, yeah new but, title huh? okay uh well i guess you do know so. uh, yeah you sure do uh, uh taking a look at uh, some of the battle related adjustments that went on uh the following adjustments have been made to assault uh five new missions are available for players with the rank of first lieutenant uh have you heard anything about these Kahlo? i know that you are um, mr assault right now actually i uh, i just talked to motai today concerning them and uh we're gonna have to put your little uh ranking you up on hold uh, until uh, until me and motai can get uh first lieutenant yeah. but yeah I've, i figured as much uh players who have uh completed every assault mission i.e the missions that, that appear on the complete list will be rewarded with an extra imperial id tag to be held in reserve for them at the commission's agency so so up to five tags that's good uh, can now be for uh for a day which uh yeah it's pretty good which means if you're that, holding one yeah right yeah, so which means now that uh when when new assaults do come out you can technically get your uh, rank up in one day of doing assaults. Gotcha. So. Okay. All right. Uh, the following adjustments have been made to Ein Harrier. Yes, there is our official 
pronunciation correction for I like Ian Jar better. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, I can't tell you how many emails e- we got about that. E-I-N tab. That's yeah. it. <laughs> There's no, no way I could pronounce that. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm not too embarrassed about do it, our, do it our again. staff at the dark. Do it again. It's Ein Harrier, apparently. <laughs> we, is we, that Nordic? Yes, it is. We, in fact, <laughs> you know, we, we had an email from someone uh, who who's actually from the Netherlands, and uh, the, the title of the email was uh, called Makes Odin Cry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, the following adjustments have been made to uh, Iron Harrier. Uh, the HP of all monsters in Halzum testing ground has been reduced, and an issue where the monster Hildzvini, uh, not correctly summoning Chigos, has been adjusted. Um, in exchange for the loss of data after clearing Floor 100 during the assault mission Naizu Isle investigation, the chance for obtaining the armor piece has been increased to 100%. So, uh, 100% drop. That's great. Um, the party that defeats the monster required to cause Despot to appear will now automatically claim the NM. Now, what's, what's odd about this is that I didn't realize that there was a monster that you had to... Placeholder. Yeah. Oh, the pl- oh, okay. Yeah. So, so basically, whoever kills the placeholder NM so it is what, who's, who's going to claim it, you know? So they get initial hate right away. Uh, yeah, so it, it, it pops red. Yeah. So, so uh, thinking about it too, you know, the the, the way that most people farm uh, the the groundskeepers is you pull them back towards the zone. Yeah. So it's like if it's way back there, how are you supposed to necessarily know that he pops, or you know, you have to, you're going to have to have somebody there, you know, ready to take him before he goes unclaimed. Right, Personally, when I saw this, I'm like, all right, you know, that's cool. You know, I'm not, I didn't care that much about it. But apparently a lot of people uh, are are pretty upset over it, you know, because uh, I guess people are good at claiming it or something. They think that this is going to help the RMTs more. But the way that I see it, now everyone's going to have to work. Right. I mean, how many times have you farmed groundskeepers and then another LS is just standing there the whole time? Waiting. And then they get claimed. Yeah. You know, everybody has to work now. So... That's good. Tough it out. I, I, I think that'll level the playing field. Uh, the following adjustments have been made to uh, Goblin Bounty Hunters. Uh, they will now appear in Saramash Champagne and Coraloka Tunnel uh, in locations where it is possible to fish. And uh, the patrol route of the Goblin Bounty Hunter in Valkyrum Dunes has been altered. Uh, the following adjustments have been made to two-handed weapons. Now, this is very, very huge. Uh, two-handed weapons will now receive larger benefits from a character's attributes and will also inflict more damage when facing higher-level opponents or enemies with high defense. Now, uh, what I've heard from right there will now receive larger benefits from a character's attributes. What I'm told now is that when you are wielding a two-handed weapon, one dex equals one accuracy now, and one strength equals one attack now. Wow. That's what uh, I've, I've heard being shouted around Whitegate and uh, going through Link Shells. Uh, the legitimacy of those claims, uh, I'm not sure yet. But well, if Yeah, I've, I've heard some, some weird things from my own Link Shell about that. Some people are claiming it's broken already. <clears throat> no comment. <laughs> actually, a lot of Beastmasters are actually excited about that, too, because we have our, our second-ranked weapon yeah, is Scythe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, they're thinking that now with these new grips that it really might become much more viable. Well, I got to say, um, here's what I've noticed, and I've only had maybe two or three hours to, to log on since the update. Uh, the first thing that I noticed was that my attack was noticeably enhanced. Uh, and and by that, uh, my standing attack unbuffed used to be at 455. Uh, it is now at 505. And now, I mean, that's a that's a 50 attack increase, which is huge. I mean, huge. Look, wrecking ball. That's I think that's what uh, that's what two handed <laughs> weapons were designed to do in the first place. And I mean, just to this extent, though, crap loads of damage. I love it. I love it. See now, and what, white mages everywhere just run away. But see, that's that's the thing, though, is that now I think that with two handed weapon users, a lot of the problems that we're going to see is hate management. And so uh, I think that possibly the, the thief job might get more nuanced and more more specialized in hate management because it might start becoming a serious issue. Um, I I appreciate your trying to cheer me up because now uh, apparently on Odin, thieves aren't considered DD anymore. (laughs) This is what I've been told from five different parties that didn't want me. But um, all Square Enix has to do to make me happy is to make it so that (laughs) when someone looks at a samurai thief, they don't go, oh, samurai and thief in one. (laughs) Fair enough. I guess that makes sense. But uh, you know what? We'll save your personal griping for another day. We Oh, <laughs> you, you can bet you're going to hear it in the next full show. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm going to bring my earmuffs. Uh, okay, well, uh, the second big update to uh, two-handed weapons is, of course, the addition of the grips items. And uh, this these are items that can be equipped in the uh, sub-weapon slot for any two-handed weapon. Uh, staff whole arm, great sword, scythe, it's all there. Great katana. Uh, places to find them, there's an NPC in Ot Ergen. They also drop from Operation Desert Swarm. So uh, there's a couple other Chaos 30s, I think Double Dragonian is one. Some are uh, crafted. Some are crafted, right. So there's there's a bunch of different ways. Uh, if you if you want to find them at the auction house, all you got to do go to weapons and they're under ammo and miscellaneous and they have their own category. Uh, there weren't that many grips introduced. Hopefully, I'm looking, to, uh, looking forward to what they add, but what they added was pretty impressive some double attacks some critical hit rate of course the uh, sword strap that everyone knew beforehand uh, weapon delay down three percent a lot of these are are really good adjustments especially because of the percentage uh, uh, factor in there because you know when you think about it percentage starts to add up more than just straight up stats so uh, it'll be it'll be really interesting I don't have any uh, straps or grips yet unfortunately I'm broke I don't have any I so I don't have any options for getting any just yet, but I'm working on it. So hopefully by the time we have uh, our next show, uh, the, I'll, I'll be able to comment a little bit uh, more about that. Um, also, the following weapon skills have been adjusted. Howling Fist, Dragon Kick, Raging Rush, Cross Reaper, Pentathrust, Skewer, uh, Tachi Yuzaki, Gecko, Kasha, Imperial Arrow, and Detonator. There, uh, there was some talk on exactly how they have been adjusted. Um, at first, I heard that they no longer stack with, uh, with Sada, which would have been awesome. But apparently, uh, what's happened is that their FTP modifiers have uh, increased by almost a whole modifier each. Like if they, if it was like one point two before, it's like two point two now. So, okay. Wow. 
Several weapon skills have had the effects of the TP adjusted in the following manner. Uh, Raging Rush uh, damage varies with TP. uh, Has now become uh, chance of critical hit varies with TP. Uh, Pentathrust damage varies TP has uh, has been changed to accuracy varies with TP. And Skewer accuracy varies with TP has been changed to chance of critical hit varies with TP. Uh, The chance of additional stun effects of the ability Shield Bash and Weapon Bash to occur has been greatly increased. And also, in addition to this change, uh, the help text for the following pieces of equipment have been changed to Bash Plus, the number of of whatever the Bash is increased to. And uh, those are uh, the Chaos Gauntlets, Knightly Earring Chaos Gauntlets plus one, Valor Gauntlets plus one, Valor Gauntlets, and Sigma Earring and Crude Sword. Uh, Arjit, have you noticed uh, the shield bash? Because uh, I, I haven't really played around with weapon bash. I don't use it that much just because it wasn't that effective before. But I know that paladins use shield bash a lot. So what have you noticed? Uh, before, I've only done this on a um, on a uh, decent challenge mob. I've never actually used it in a party situation yet. But before, when I did it on like Calibris and, uh, and other mobs at my level, uh, I would never, ever, ever stun it unless it was in the middle of casting a really, really long spell, such as Ancient Magic or gotcha. something. Okay. Um, and then when I used it today, I think it was on Decent Challenge Mob, it stunned it for about five seconds, it seemed. Wow. Wow. All right, so uh, so so some big uh, big stun adjustments. Hopefully, I really hope that you can use it with stuff like gods. It'd be a nice uh, additional stun mm-hmm. for something like Suzaku. If uh, you know, if uh, chain spell got out of control, though, I'm not sure. I really want to be that close to Suzaku with chain spell up, but that's just me. All right, uh, the following adjustments have been um, made to the Beastmaster job. All right, Croach, here we go. Pet summoned with the Call Beast ability will now remain for a longer period of time. And uh, also, starred is duration varies with each type of pet. Right. Uh, so right now, uh, with the with the update only being out of you know one day, uh, we're still just trying to find out you know which which jug pet is going to stay out how long. Um, I think only one jug pet has had its its duration actually reduced. And ironically enough, that's the courier carry, which has been reduced now to only 30 minutes. Ah, okay. What um, was it before? Uh, before, I think it was uh, either 45 minutes or to an hour. It would oh, stay wow. up for a very long time. Wow. Um, and that's very good news because people want to find out whether some of the high-quality um, COP jugs are going to be able to stay out for a long time. I've heard reports that uh, uh, Life Drinker Lars, that's high-quality Diramite familiar, mm-hmm. uh, has been staying out for 90 minutes, which wow. is fantastic. That's great. That's, a, that's, a, that's probably one of the best jugs you can have. That's great. Um, additionally, pets uh, not in combat will now gradually regain HP. Uh, and also, it is possible for a Beastmaster to increase the rate at which a pet regains its HP by using the stay command. That's going to be very interesting. In the tests that I was able to do today, and from what I've heard from other people, um, as soon as your pet, uh, regardless of whether it's a, a jug pet or a charmed pet, uh, it's uh, the moment it stops fighting, it starts to slowly heal. Oh, that's and they're cool. saying that that percentage is about 1%, um, and that's 1% of its total health, its total hit points. So 1% that, per tick? 
Uh, yeah, that's what it's looking like. It's not very. It's not very fast. It's not like it's. It's it's quickly healing. Um, but if you use the heal command, it doubles to almost triples. Oh wow! And. Um, uh, Depend, again, depending on who you talk to, some people think it's great. Some people think it's awful. Some people think it's you know it's totally worthless. This was a, a worthless addition. I don't think so. Um, but I think if you also use the um, the pet food, the Zeta biscuits, mm-hmm. uh, those have uh, from a previous update a few months back that adds a regen effect also. And there's also a meritable ability called Beast Healer, which also adds an additional uh, percentage to it. And there's also gear that can help. So what some beasts are hoping is that with a combination of these meritable abilities, using the biscuits and the right kind of gear, you could boost that quite a bit. Because that regen is even there even when it is fighting. So, you know, um, only time will tell just how much of a benefit that is. But I, I think that's SE's way of trying to push Beast towards a party sort of situation and away from being a soloist. Uh, right, and of course uh, the the third big adjustment to uh, the Beastmaster job is that uh, Beastmasters will no longer be subject to an experience point penalty while using a charmed monster. They adjusted it uh, you know, a couple of years ago, and now they've done away with it completely. So there's right. no reason not to invite a beast into your party. At all. Except right. they kind of stink. <laughs> Stinking normie. So, uh, yeah, that's um, some of the talk in the, in the beast community has been that this is this is really going to help beasts that are pre leave. That's uh, you know under level thirty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also going to help people who sub beast. You know, people who want to take like paladin and sub beast to it. You know, that's going to help them because they don't need to perform what they call a ghetto leave. Right. Yeah. So, of course we. Uh, we addressed the subject of uh, ghetto leaving the last time that uh, we had you on, and, right. and and you know I was actually I was just about to say that that um, you know that may help avoiding even having to use leave in some cases. So, what what do you think uh, overall, Croge, of the uh, the the Beastmaster adjustments? Uh, I think they're great. I think that it's definitely going to help beasts in the long run, and I think really the people who are whining about it not being enough or something like that. Those people really need to be ignored for now. We need to take whatever it is that they do give us and leverage it as much as we possibly can. And I think we're going to do that. We're going to find ways of, of uh, you know, pushing the regen a little bit further. And I think this was a very, very good update for beasts, especially because now we have a wider array of uh, of, of jug pets that we can use. Uh, a lot of people are saying that um, one jug in particular might end up replacing the courier carry and that's going to be um the ldl the life drinker lars that's the high quality deramite uh because now the um the ingredients um necessary to make that jug are now much more easier to to get it used to be that the drop rate on some of those ingredients were so low it just just didn't make any sense right yeah um and the uh, synthesis recipes have actually been lowered. You know, the, the skill level has been lowered. So now I think you're going to see more of those jugs out there, and they're going to be more affordable. 
Gotcha. All right. Cool. So I'm the uh, Alan Greenspan of beasts. <laughs> well, hey, you know, and anything that uh, that makes the job a little bit more economically sound is uh, is a step in the right direction. And um, you know, uh, we all know how uh, how Square Enix is. You know, they see people getting into patterns and into grooves, and they like to kind of shake that up. So, uh, you know, uh, I I think that this update has uh, has done a considerable amount of that, and. Uh, uh, I'm anxious to see how how things will uh, will settle and adjust in the in the mm-hmm. future. Um, and I think uh, you, you you may also see a lot more jug burn parties out there. That'll be six beasts, and they all just have uh, they all have jug pets out. And you know, as long as you can keep on healing them, uh, which I think we're going to be able to do, you know, you could just keep on going. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stop. Right. Well, hey, it could uh, it could happen, and especially you know uh, with uh, with the stuff that the flock is doing, and that you know you guys were doing in uh, Lords of the Beast. Uh, it seems like a, like definitely a viable option, um, and and I think yeah, you well, guys have have proved that in Spades. Yeah, well, um, we're very excited about. it. I mean, there's uh, everyone wants to get their uh, their Temperance axe out of Sky. Of course, so that's one thing everyone's working on, and. Um, you know, maybe if uh, if this works out the way we hope, we may be cycling in beasts. You know, maybe let their pet go in, a high quality pet, and once it starts uh, getting too damaged, you know, that beast will drop out of the party, and we'll put in a fresh beast who's you know been on the sidelines, kind of healing their pet. You know, if we can do something like that, maybe we can shave a few minutes off our time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. Moving along. The job ability convergence will now only affect magical blue spells. Uh, the effect of convergence will no longer lose potency against high-level opponents. Um, another level of the dragoon job trait accuracy bonus has been added. Good for good for the dragoons. Uh, the following adjustment has been made to the Corsair job. Uh, the effect of phantom roll has been greatly increased uh the length of time a character remains immobile while using the phantom roll ability has been reduced and the job ability fold will now always remove the bust penalty first now uh uh, kalo do you want to talk a little bit more about what these corsair adjustments really mean um, I can give it a shot. Uh, sadly enough, uh, I haven't touched Corsair since uh, yeah, since the last time I touched it, which was at like level level thirteen. But uh, obviously, uh, the effect of Phantom Roll being increased, uh, I think, gives the it's it's going to give the Corsair more of a chance to go DPS, especially considering that um, a lot of the stuff or a couple of, th- of the things that SE has added has uh, pushed in their direction a little bit more uh, of uh, a little bit more equipment and, and ammo that's going to allow them to get a little bit more of edge on the uh, side of damage. Great. All right. Cool. Uh, as far as the job ability fold, always removing the bust penalty first. Um, uh, I'm not too familiar with the ability fold so i uh, can't really comment too long too much on that and uh the other one uh referring to the length of time a character remains immobile is uh you know just what it says we've all been cure locked before or oh, locked yeah. by yeah. bard sure. spells so of course and uh lastly taking a look at the uh adjustments to the puppet master job uh two new varieties of the automaton heads have been added uh soul soother c1000 head which is white magic the uh automaton will perform 
actions such as restoring HP and removing status ailments for its master, as well as other party members in response to the situation and the maneuvers used. Uh, and Spirit Retriever M400 uh, head, which is uh, uh, black magic, this automaton will utilize high-level elemental spells as well as dark magic spells such as Drain and Asper. Um, and to uh, wrap up the battle-related adjustments, the maximum limit for the automaton melee skill, range skill, and magic skill has been increased. In accordance with this change, the skill limit will now be calculated depending on the combination of an automaton's frame and head. And uh, a little asterisk down here. This skill limit will never drop below the current maximum value regardless of the frame and head combination. So that wraps it up for uh, for battle-related adjustments, and uh, let's take a look real quick at some of the item-related adjustments, and uh, I think that'll about wrap us up here for our fourth limit-breaking news. Alrighty. New equipment and new synthesis recipes have been added. The following special items can now be stored with the relevant NPC. Sprig of red bamboo grass, blue bamboo grass, and green bamboo grass. The following items can now be stored with the NPC Gonrum and Ot Ergon Whitegate. Vorpal Sword, White Slayer, Brave Blade, Double Axe, Sword Breaker, Dancing Dagger, Radiant Lance, Sasuke Katana, Wind Slicer, Sturdy Axe, Mage's Staff, Scepter Staff, Killer Bow, Quicksilver, Burning Fists, Inferno Claws, Werebuster, and Death Sickle. And new goods have been added to the shops in Nashmal. Large quantities of steel bullets can now be bundled into bullet pouches. Definite good news for rangers and for corsairs. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, the attributes for corsair bullets have been changed. Also, the additional effects granted by attachments will now be displayed within the item help text. A change has also been made to the types of items obtainable by appraising the mysterious box found during assault missions. And, well, the icon for Beastman's Seals has been changed. I don't know why. I, I always thought it was fine. Yeah, the new the new icon. I, I don't. It doesn't even. That looks like a a, a vanilla wafer. Someone made the comment <laughs> that it looks like something that you would find. Let's jazz it up a little. <laughs> it looks like something you'd find inside of a crawler. <laughs> <laughs> with part of the crawler still on it. Yeah. How wonderful. Uh, yeah, I still think it looks like a, a Nilla wafer. <laughs> I'll have to look at my uh, stack of Beastman Seals then. I, I haven't looked at them. The drop rate for the following items have also been adjusted. Leech saliva, Antican acid, lizard blood, bird blood, beast blood, and loam. The following item name has also been changed. Mercenary's mantle is now Mercenary Mantle. Ah, oh, that's a big change. <laughs> yeah, a whole apostrophe S. Although, you know, if for, for everyone that owns uh, Alkalonius bracelets out there, for some reason, my macros wouldn't... Uh, I, had to, I had to shorten mm. bracelets to BRC period yeah, um, in my macros. Uh, a lot of people are going through that. If you have trouble with equip macros, uh, just find the auto-translated version of your item and speaking of which an easier way to do that uh is with the new translate function as some of you know uh, when it comes to auto translating gear you have to have seen the gear before you can auto translate it 
Now, any item in game, if you sla- if you type slash translate and then put in quotation marks the exact name of that item, followed by two of the next letters, you can translate it. If you want to go from English to Japanese, for example, it would be EJ, and then there's also German and French. So you just have to put in the correct uh, letters to get them translated, and it will show up in your auto translate menu. Yep, and uh, and that's an interesting uh, it's an interesting update. I, I was I was kind of curious how uh, you know what they would do with the auto translate system, making it a little bit more in depth. That's very cool. And um, another thing too that I'm a little disappointed about, and I know a couple uh, members on the board are too, but the grand opening of the pit has been delayed to allow for further testing and is currently scheduled for release on september 11th great so uh got that to look forward to and uh i don't know maybe we'll have another segment when the pits release mm-hmm. maybe not i don't know it depends it depends on how, how on how in depends on how much money he can make off of it yeah pretty much <laughs> want to know the best update ever what mithras and galkas will not close their eyes when healing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I never even noticed that. There was actually kind of <laughs> people went on for about a half an hour about that in White Gate uh, <laughs> yesterday after the download first came. Someone yells out, "It's true! What? We close our eyes now when we heal." <laughs> uh, the be- yeah, of course. The best, the best part of the update saved for last. Okay, so uh, that's 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 about it for uh, the August 2007 update. Uh, a very uh, interesting update, and uh, and I would say. A, a pretty game-changing update. Uh, a lot, lot going on, and uh, getting ready for Wings of the Goddess. Hopefully, that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, nice. um, I know. I, look, I, okay. Before uh, before we start getting hate mail saying where have you been uh, for the past month, we've been pretty quiet in August. We've taken August as uh, as a little bit of a break time. We're getting ready for our one year anniversary episode, so that's going to be coming up really soon, um, and uh, and that's going to be really big. It's not going to be your standard episode, uh, so uh, make sure to look forward to that. Some big announcements coming. Some really big announcements coming with the. Uh, with the one year anniversary episode, and I know it's it's kind of late off of our anniversary, but uh, you know, to, to be honest, we've uh, you know we've had to to you know move around and uh, and you know Damn had our own issues. lives, yeah. So um, you know, usually uh, usually August is uh, is a pretty difficult time to to get any free time, so uh, uh, you have that to look forward to, and uh, that'll be coming hopefully within the next couple of weeks. So uh, lots of big stuff uh, coming up in the in the next couple of weeks. Of course, uh, you know a, a, a lot to look forward to. Uh, Fan Fest, of course, coming up, and uh, we'll of course we'll have more a little bit more about that uh, on our one year anniversary show. So uh, I think that's it for uh, limit breaking news. Croge, I want to thank you for coming back and hanging out with us and uh, and talking about the update. Uh, you know, especially with this uh, with the Beastmaster update, and uh, I, I really hope that uh, that everything turns out good and that this uh, update is a uh, an overall benefit to the job. It's definitely a benefit, and thanks for having me. It's uh, it's always a pleasure. All right, well, uh, that's uh, that's it for limit breaking news. I'm Nero. Keep listening. Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vonadeal are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. 